What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. We have a Wednesday NFL podcast for you here on Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. So enjoy the pod. We will be back next Monday with a Monday rundown. And happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy the pod. So 214 of the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. We're here the night before Thanksgiving to do a little Week 11 NFL recap, pick some games for Week 12. And Tom, I'll be the first to wish you, because by the time the pod drops, but happy Thanksgiving, my man. Happy Thanksgiving, buddy. I'm definitely uh, thankful for you, uh, even though you moved away from us over here and abandoned us. I think that's, I think that's what you're thankful for. <laughs> Might be that, too. Um, and I'm thankful that you went uh, 0-3 last week with a push. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't very good. I went 2-2. Two two. So that makes me 17-17. and 17. That makes you 18. 4 plus 3 is 7. And 17, so you got me by 1 in the win column. Ooh, it's so half game, So half game leader here. Seven weeks left to go. It's, uh, it's close. Seven make weeks, some, man. That extra week is nuts. It's it, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy to still like think of a record of being like eleven and eleven and six, mm-hmm. like instead of eleven and five or all that, and having no five hundred teams um, is going to be pretty weird. But yeah, Tom, I echo everything. Uh, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for us doing this pod for another year. We're closing year four with yep. a bang. We did our two hundredth episode. It's been it's been a good year, and we've really knocked out how to do this remotely. I mean, we were doing it remotely while we were probably 20 minutes from each other during the height of the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, but we got, it, we got it going pretty solid now, and we're back to twice a week. And it's Wednesday, which means it's, it's an NFL pod. NFL Wednesday, baby. It is good to be back to two days a week. And, yeah, we, we, got, this, uh, we got this remote thing down pretty well. I think so. So – why don't we carry it through uh, Thanksgiving 2021, and we'll start by going into a game that we kind of touched upon last Friday when we did our full podcast, which was the Patriots' destruction of the Atlanta Falcons and all the memories from 28-3. to 3. Well, you know, the Falcons didn't even put up a point in this game, and this was so over. And Mac Jones, I mean, he's – you made the – you made the statement he's not better than Tom Brady, but he might be better than what Tom Brady was his rookie year, and the Patriots are clicking on all cylinders right now. Yeah, and you know, first question I got to ask you, Sean, is are the Patriots the best team in the NFL? <laughs> I knew that was coming from <laughs> one of us. Uh, I had to beat you to it, bro. I don't want to answer did. that question. <laughs> you did. And that I, nobody knows anything about the NFL. We could say nobody. something today. Then games go on tomorrow and through the weekend and and completely do a 180. Oh, that's, that's all we've been doing is, you know. We've been no, spinning. It, nobody has any idea what the hell is going on. This is, this is the first time I can ever recall 
there being this much parity in the NFL or this much indecisiveness as far as crowning a team. Right now, the Patriots are playing like one of the best teams, if not the best team in football. And obviously, recency bias, but that's what we do. We do a podcast every week to talk about the sport. And the Patriots have been dominating for a little bit here. Their quarterback doesn't make any mistakes. They run the ball down your throat. Their defense looks like a vintage Belichick defense. And their special teams are good. I mean, Nick Folk's a good kicker, not fucking up. This team has all the ingredients, including, you know, the, the best head coach of all time. So I'm going to say right now, on the 24th of November, the night before Thanksgiving, yeah, they're the best team in football right now. I echo that long-winded, very political answer. But, hey, I'll give you credit. You did finish it off with a definitive answer, and I do think the Patriots are the best team in the NFL. You laid it all out there. I think they're the best team in all facets of the game. Uh, their defense is back to where it was in their Super Bowl year when they beat the uh, – when they beat the Rams, um, special teams is always good. And this offense between the running game and Mac Jones is clicking. It's it's perfect. And Mac Jones is, honestly, Belichick, you see him sometimes. He, he can't even hide his own emotions at times watching Mac Jones take a vicious hit, get back up and throw a dime. They're converting on third downs almost effortlessly. Um, he's the perfect quarterback for this system. And I mean, Matthew Judon on defense and this, it, it looks so good. And on the other side, Tom, I just don't know. And maybe you can answer this question for me. How is it possible that with all of the weapons that Atlanta has and Matt Ryan, who's not a bad quarterback, he's not what he was, but he's certainly not bad. How, how do they get blank? And how does Kyle Pitts basically have, uh, a wanted poster for him after this game. Well, it's crazy because Kyle Pitts is probably going to break uh, Mike Dicka's uh, receiving uh, yards record for tight ends. So you can't really say that in this game he was bad, but for the season he's probably going to have one of the best seasons for a rookie tight end ever, given that the bar was set pretty low. That being said, I do think Matt Ryan sucks. Uh, I think this team's offensive line sucks. Um and I also think their defense is really bad. And when the team's offense can't get the defense a blow off the field, they're going to suck even more and get gashed. Yeah, and that's what happened. And there was that stretch where Atlanta looked like they were going to score the touchdown, right? I think this was in the first quarter, early second. And they convert. It gets pulled back for an offensive holding. And then Ryan gets sacked for a longer field goal. And then Koo misses the field goal. And I'm like, is this not the Atlanta Falcons in a microcosm? Yeah, you can't put it any better than that. They are they are bad. They are really bad. And the Patriots are really good. And that was a absolutely lifeless Thursday night football. And the Patriots are, by the way, in the AFC East, they have settled into first place. Yeah. Uh, I, I, what is, what is the world? What is life, Sean? Well, if it's about the Patriots being at first in the AFC East, that with all the uncertainty and lack of normalcy over the last two years, uh, this feel this makes things feel pretty normal. Yeah, it doesn't make me feel good, but it does it does no, make me feel no, normal. I didn't ask if it made you feel good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so one playoff team clearly, and then the other one moving in the opposite direction makes you think especially in a draft where I know that they're going to manufacture quarterbacks and, and Frenchie's going to talk about them when it's time, but this is really not a quarterback draft. They they probably should have taken somebody instead of Kyle Pitts. 
Maybe somebody yeah. will throw a weapon like him the ball. I, I don't know. Yeah, and, and Matt Ryan's contract is almost impossible to move without taking just a death of a cap hit. So mm-hmm. they're they're kind of in they're in that area that you don't want to be in, right? An older quarterback that's not that great anymore. I in mean, the NFL, like said, the NFL is not like the NBA yet, where. We say, oh, it's an untradeable contract, and then the next thing you know, Russell Westbrook's on his way to Houston and then Washington and then the Lakers. I mean, this is – with the hard cap, it's going to be tough to trade this guy. Which is why I don't think they will. And, I mean, this game notwithstanding, he's been okay this year. Like, he hasn't been the reason that they lose. Their defense has been atrocious. But Maybe Jimmy they, G? I don't know if Jimmy G's still under contract. Jimmy G and uh, something else? I don't know. I just – I don't think, I don't think that he's going anywhere. I'm pretty convinced he'll be the quarterback next year for the Falcons, which mm. which is a tough spot to be in because he's not anemic, he's not terrible, but he's, he's not, not Eli great. Manning yet. Yeah, hey, watch your watch your mouth. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's he's not he's not where he needs to be, and this team is in is in just an awful spot because they're not bad enough to win two games. Uh, but they're obviously not good enough to be a playoff team. And I think, Tom, we can officially say we have to make a pact to each other right now. Next year, no matter what they do in the offseason, we are not picking the Atlanta Falcons to be a fringe playoff team, okay? <laughs> Done. 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 Don't right. have to say anymore. Moving on to the next game, two non-playoff lottery possible teams, even though the Texans have the Dolphins picks. Um, Dolphins beat the Jets 27-14. Saw this one coming a mile away. Joe Flacco starts the game. I'm as angry as can be. Zach Wilson got named the starter uh, in Houston this week. Not much to say about this game. The better team won. The better by a little bit team won. Yeah, this is not a game that And, of course, watching. the one thing I will say, I we can't have nice things. The Jets' uh, running back, Michael Carter, gets hurt, and and he was a bright spot rookie along with the uh, offensive guard that they got. And that's when you know uh, a a guard or or an offensive player is a good pick, when you don't hear about him. Yeah, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker's been really good. And then Elijah Moore, your wide receiver, had a really good game in this game, and he's he's healthy, which is a bright spot for you. But, yeah, the injury to Carter sucks. But, you know, unless you're a fan of either of these teams, there was no way you were watching this game. And for the Jets, man, it just when it rains, it pours because we got to talk about the quarterback situation this weekend real fast. I mean, you, you mentioned kind of casually that Zach Wilson's going to get the start, but there's a little bit of underlying, well, why? Because it's because Flacco and Mike White are in COVID protocol. Yep. So my question to you is, was Zach Wilson going to start, or was it going to be another Joe Flacco game? Um, to be In honest, if, if you were going to start, I don't even know who their backup is this week. Jesus Christ. Sean, you got, be, how's uh, the arm feeling? It's going to be Josh Johnson, and my arm does not feel <laughs> to good. Be, I mean, Josh Johnson should be the backup regardless. He's the most capable of all these guys. Maybe Mike White, if he's still got that lightning he found in that bottle that one time. Um, but... I mean, I don't really care to speculate. I, I I do think he would have been the starter. This is the game you bring him back. It's going to be a pillow fight. Um, and if he's fully healthy, you got to play him. But this is just an all-time dumpster fire. Oh, it's so bad. I feel Thank for God you. for the Honestly, Raiders. When I, when I saw that news come out, it was that right after my Giants' disgraceful performance on Monday night and the firing of Jason Garrett, which we'll talk to and talk about in a second. And I just saw the tweet from Ralph Acciano of 
the Jets have Joe Flacco and Mike White in COVID protocol, and I'm just like, it's it's amazing. Whatever, no matter how bad it gets for the Giants, I always know somehow, some way, the Jets are going to outdo themselves. And I hope you're right. I hope that they're going to give Zach Wilson the nod, and he should be starting every week from here on out. This should be the last podcast where we speculate about a quarterback controversy in New York. The Zach Wilson should be playing. Take his lumps. We talked about it a lot last week. Just fucking play the kid and and see what he's got because there is no reason to watch any of these other guys. Couldn't agree more, man. Uh, these other guys are not the future, and we're not going anywhere. So let's let's figure it out with the guy that's supposed to be. There you go. Yeah, the guy you plan on building your franchise around. Well, the Giants, um, they made an absolute disaster out of themselves in this Monday night game. The Buccaneers beat the Giants 30-10, to 10, and honestly, it wasn't even that close. Well, and Tom Brady was, was 10, out in the fourth quarter. Yeah, when it was 10-10, I never even thought it was close. Like, the Giants only, they scored because Evans had a ball go off his chest that a Dory Jackson picked off, like, at the Tampa Bay 5. Yep. And then they scored a touchdown by throwing it to fucking uh, Andrew Thomas. Good for him. So, what's good for him? No, it was, it was a cool moment, and honestly, it was a great, great catch. play call. And, and great catch, and and that was it. And the Giants were just done. And Tampa Bay had their way with them. Tom Brady could was just death by a thousand cuts. Gronkowski came back. He played well. Evans had a big game. The Giants' defense was really, really bad in this game. Patrick Graham needs to be on notice. But the offense, Tom, Jason Garrett gets fired the next day. Would you – I mean – it was the right move. We'd been talking about it, but when you were watching that game from a non-Giants fan standpoint, it had to be almost like you had. It had to be painful for you to watch the Giants try to play offense in that game. Oh, it was brutal, and I watched damn near every snap of this game because I had Leonard Fournette going in fantasy, um, and my team is hot right now. The Greenwich Big Dogs are running rampant. Um, there you go. Yeah, my buddy who's in first place who listens to this pod, you hear those stomps? You hear those footprints coming? <laughs> yeah, I'm coming, baby. Hey, um, you're making a you're making a comeback in your picks against me. You've got the reigning the big champ, dogs going. the rain, the big the big dog reigning champ, the king. If you come at the king, you best not miss. There um, you go. Yeah, no, that was a tough game to watch. The Giants just stink. Um, listen, I don't know if the firing of the offensive coordinator is going to do much for you guys, but there is weapons there. Like Tony is the real deal. That guy makes. Every catch he makes, he seems to make three guys miss. Um, and Barkley, but Barkley does not look healthy. Tom Barkley had six fucking carries in this game. Galladay was I mean, targeted t- targeted four times. Every time Barkley touched the ball, they're like, "Well, he's using him as a they're clearly using him as a decoy." And I'm like, "Yeah, no, no shit." Yeah, and and he hasn't been good in a few years. Let's be honest. And then there's. The Kenny Galladay, who you gave the bag to, they're not even targeting him. Uh, Daniel Jones was one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's a, it's a shit show. And you're right. Jason Garrett's firing is not going to change everything. Freddie Kitchens is now going to be calling the plays. That's fun. That's really fun. <laughs> but what it signified to me was this is going to be the first domino to fall with this team the Giants I want carnage I want everybody gone I want the GM gone I want the head coach gone I'm fine with getting rid of the quarterback I want everybody out wow this team 
stinks and they're <laughs> an absolute embarrassment I love to this. what the Giants franchise is supposed to be. And you cannot tell me that Joe Judge deserves another opportunity or the Giants need to find a GM that's going to partnership with Joe Judge. Why? This team commits stupid penalties every single week. They don't do anything. They look like a corpse of a franchise. The team is lifeless. They don't have a lot of talent, and the talent that they do have, they don't even properly utilize. Daniel Jones is not the guy. He's 0-8 now in primetime games. And listen, sometimes you need to take a team that's struggling and win the game for your team. He's never going to be that guy. And as much as I'd like him to be, he's just not going to be. The Giants are worse now than they were under uh Pat Shermer, who we all made fun of. The Giants were better then than they are now, and I'm done with it. Gettleman out, Judge out, Graham out, Jones out, Barkley out, no. whatever you need oh. to do. Oh. Gone. I don't want any part of it, and I'm so, so tired of what this team has turned out to be. And I know as a Jet fan, you don't want to hear my sad stories. I love it. But since, it that, Super, since that Super Bowl win, they have one playoff appearance where they got blown the fuck out in Green Bay. This is the fifth out of the last six years where they will finish with double-digit losses. They have three wins. They are an embarrassment to themselves in the NFL for still getting primetime games. They should be stuck in the 1 o'clock Sunday games and maybe ship them off to London once or twice a year. So nobody has to watch them then. I, I was just irate the other day, and I'm glad Garrett got fired, but that has to just be the tip of the iceberg. Because I and the rest of the Giants fans just cannot take any more of this. And the rest of the Giants slash Alabama fans. Fuck them. Them too. Although <laughs> roll tide. <laughs> yeah, man. What else do I have to say? I think a clean house sounds about right for you. Although, you know, you're getting pretty close to limbo. You're getting pretty close to Jets land. They're, they are in Jets land, Tom. Like, they are the Jets of the last ten years. It just doesn't feel that way. Because they have had, you know, they had those two Super Bowls. And we talk about it all the time. Like, I'm never going to apologize for them. Those were great runs. But it's like they were a 10-6 and wildcard team and a 9-7 and division winning team those years that went on runs. They were not 11-5, and you know, 12-4 and teams that coasted. So this team really, outside of two great runs, which, again, I'm not going to apologize for, and I'm not downplaying, they were great, but this is not a team that's been really, really good. The last time that they had double-digit wins was 2016, when they were the least impressive 11-5 and team of all time. And then before that, 2000 and, I think, 2009. Yep. There, it's, it's bleak, bro. Clean house. What else do we have to say? We can say we can move on. Tampa Bay, by the way, they got their groove back. They looked really, really good. They'll be fine. Absolutely. All right, so the uh, next game, the Ravens beat the Bears, but of course they didn't cover. That hurt us both. Uh, But we also didn't know that Lamar Jackson was going to have a tummy ache, which I think Lamar Jackson is worth at least the three points we needed for them to cover. 16-13 against the Bears. We're going to see Andy Dalton this week. Matt Nagy may or may not get fired. Uh, as a little Thanksgiving gift to him. Um, and I think all the Bears fans would be thankful for that. Um, yeah, the Ravens kept it moving with their with their backup quarterback. Their defense looks good. And the Bears look bad. 
Dude, I, I really, I mean, you talk about snake-bitten teams, and we just talked about ours. I mean, the Bears are right there, too. I mean, because they they are, <laughs> they finally score. Dalton finally comes in for an injured uh, Justin Fields. He throws that rainbow touchdown pass. It looks like they're going to win because the Ravens offense can't manufacture anything with their backup quarterback. His name is deceiving me. Huntley? Huntley? Something like that? Yeah, Huntley. Um. And then they just give up this this long touchdown drive after the Ravens haven't been able to do anything, and it's just like wow, this is just painful to watch. And, and I was I felt bad for Bears fans, but yeah, they're they're a really bad team. And another week where they lose is good for me. And the Ravens they dodged a bullet with uh, with Lamar being out. This was a win that they should get, and they got it. Absolutely, and the Ravens stay well atop the AFC with that eked-out W. I think Lamar should be back this week. Next game up, the Vikings. Your Vikings beat the Packers 34-31. Honestly, this was a matter-of-time game for me. The Vikings have been uh, on the losing side a lot of single-digit games or uh, single-score games. And, I mean, Kirk Cousins did what he had to, let him down the field. Justin Jefferson went off, Dalvin Cook went off. Great game by them. Packers still scored 31 points. Um, I think they're going to be just A-OK. Honestly, I just think the Vikings were due to win one of these. You know who the most clutch quarterback in the NFL is this year, Tom? Your boy, Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. He's been killing it in the fourth quarter and overtimes this year. Um, And let's be honest, he threw a terrible interception that got wiped back because of a defensive hold, that would have probably given the Packers the win. But you give Cousins a lot of credit. He went toe-to-toe with Rodgers. See what I did there with Rodgers' hurt injury? Mm-hmm. Um, and not COVID-toe, though. Um, <laughs> he made sure to take did – you, did you see his press conference today? No, what did he say? He, like – a reporter asked him if it was COVID-toe, which I guess is a thing. It's like if you've had – covid like you can get like discoloring or whatever in your toe hmm. so he like whipped his fucking toe out at the press conference at the zoom press conference and showed that it was like it's a fracture that's what he's been playing through so that was great uh aaron Rodgers content today but no kirk cousins was awesome Justin never heard of that awesome. it, i don't think that's a thing either by the way ladies and gentlemen there's a lot of things that come from covid um that I ain't think it one. is I'll, I'll have to look it up yeah but hey, anyway, um, I was today. Was I don't the even first want to look it I up. Heard of it. Today was the first time I heard of it because I thought I had the same reaction as you. It was like COVID toe. What the fuck? It was like somebody just making fun of him. I'm gonna call him sick on Friday. COVID toe. COVID toe. I like it. That's a perfect excuse. This is a great one for you because uh, people don't work as hard now, so you have that excuse. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, this was a really good good performance by by Minnesota. Like you said, they were due to win one of these. Yep. Moving on to the next game, do the Colts suck? I mean, excuse me, do the Bills suck? The Colts definitely, Colts definitely don't suck. Forty-one to fifteen, um, Jonathan Taylor just pulling the crown away from Derrick Henry has five touchdowns in the game. Carson Wentz doesn't make any mistakes. He's only got two picks this year, believe it or not. So he's really handled the ball well. Their defense looks great. But the main question here, because I think the Colts are a fringe playoff team. Um, they do everything good, nothing great, aside from their uh, their star running back there. But are the Bills are the Bills what we thought they were? And I think I it's think a no. An- I was just going to say, I think the answer is a pretty resounding no, right? Yeah, Josh Allen is not what he was last year. Um, they are, 
He is not running the ball as effectively as he usually does, which opens up everything for him. Um, and their running game overall is just not that great. Even with them bringing, revitalizing Matt Breida, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if this team can really make a run. Tom, their running game is non-existent. Yeah. They don't have a run. And they need They're that. Because run- yeah. Josh Allen's a big play action guy. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen is their running back, which is not a great thing. So, Unless it's um, definitely Right. Well, but they've, they've had a good ensemble of, of backs, too, which has opened up his game even more. But, yeah, man, this is bad. I mean, if you're – I'm not buying any stock in Buffalo. I'm selling it if I can for mm-hmm. any that I had because they don't – we talked about the recipe that, like, you need to win in the postseason when, like, New England seems to have it. Buffalo doesn't have it. They've struggled yeah. against the better teams in the league. Um, I mean, I still think that Kansas City win on the road was a good win. But they've struggled now for a while, and even in games they've been winning, they haven't looked great. Yeah, I, I don't know what to think of the Bills, but I'm definitely staying away from them gambling-wise. And they're not they are not a winning playoff team. They might make the playoffs, but they're not going to go anywhere. You need defense, and you need a running game, and they don't have either of them. No, no, they don't. Uh, and it happened fast, too. I mean, they're supposed to be a defensive team, uh, and their defense gets gashed. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next game. We have the Browns beating the Lions. Not much to say here, 16-13. to 13. <laughs> um, I mean, the Lions basically have one more shot here. They got one more shot. Uh, Tim Boyle, a uh, Connecticut kid uh, from New Britain and from who played at UConn, um, he got the start, his first NFL start, and it did not go well. And I think Goff will be back. Getting... Yeah, I think Goff is playing tomorrow. I think he's back. Huge, um, huge difference. Huge difference, which is not not ideal. Um, and then you've got on the other side Baker getting booed by the home fans and calling them out in the press conference. And I, I feel like it, it. We're starting to see the writing on the wall. And I and I I like to clown on Baker, but he's been hurt. He has been playing injured and really giving it his best. But we're starting to see the writing on the wall. In my opinion, anyway, that the future for Baker in Cleveland might not be that long. Yep. I don't see it happening, him getting the big contract. He'd have to take somewhat of a discount. Um, But then again, unless Cleveland trades up, which they very well could, um, in a non-quarterback draft, maybe they'll fall in love with somebody. I don't see what their their next best option is. Um, We'll have to see how that plays out. Um, Ready to move on to the next game? Yeah, let's do it. Another game of uh, somewhat of relevance. Washington beats... Carolina 27 to 21. Cam Newton's back. Still throwing ducks. Throwing ducks, man. I mean, even that last drive, I mean, he was throwing like three yard out routes, and it looked yeah. like it was arms just shot. really hard to get him there. His arm shot, but hey, he was able to do the Superman. He ran in for a touchdown. He threw one to McCaffrey. Um, I thought they had this game for a little bit, but man, this, t- this uh, Tara Heineke, he's. He's really frisky. I, I like watching him play quarterback. He He's rushing for first downs, yeah. evading tacklers. He's throwing some really nice balls. McLaurin's there. Gibson's playing well. Their other wide receiver, uh, whose name is escaping me at this time. But um, this Washington team is actually pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, their defense isn't obviously, even with Chase Young before he got hurt, not what it was supposed to be. But they have some good weapons down there with Gibson and uh, Scary Terry. And, yeah, I do like this Heineke kid. I think he's got a definite future as a 
kind of Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, backup, little overqualified backup, not good enough to be the starter kind of guy. Um, it's funny because he replaced Fitzmagic in in Washington, but I think he's got a good ten year career in the league. He's he's too good not to be in the league. I totally agree with you, and he is that spark. Like he plays with a lot of moxie and a lot of emotion. And I think his teammates really buy into him, which is what you need from that position. Definitely, definitely do. Those are two non-playoff teams. Now we're going to talk about another uh, another game that just makes me say, "What the fuck is the NFL?" Listen, I know the Titans were shorthanded. Uh, AJ Brown gets himself hurt in this game. Um, Julio Jones already hurt. Obviously, Derrick Henry hurt. But to lose to the Texans, twenty-two to thirteen. I know Tyrod Taylor is a professional, but still, this team is, you know, right up there with the Raiders for dumpster fires. Uh, another one that's got me scratching my head. You and everybody. I mean, Tannehill threw four interceptions in this game. Not all of them were his fault, but it was the first time that we saw the Titans not be able to get stops when they needed on defense and in a really bad weather game all the advantages were in Tennessee's hands right like they're a team that's kind of meant for those conditions and Tyron Taylor and the Texans just took it to them and their defense was really good they were making plays and yeah there this was just a fluke game I don't want to try to analyze it any more than what it actually is I mean the Texans are absolutely awful and the titans are a team that a lot of people believe is was the best team in the afc they're going to new england this week and they they just didn't show up yeah that's for sure um maybe maybe it was a look past game or whatever you want to call it but oof i think they're going to lose in new england too they're not it's not one of my picks just because the spread's got me scratching my head at five and a half but yeah i think the patriots are definitely going to beat them next game up Another set of two non-playoff teams here. Niners beat the Jaguars 30-10. to uh, Cool. Yeah, good for San Francisco getting a win that they needed. Absolutely. Possible playoff team here, Sean. Developing oh, story as much as you hate him. Jalen Hurts, your boy, oh. roll tied. And I don't know what they say about... I got about, a bone to pick with you, by the way, in a second. And what they say about... Uh, what do they say? What is Oklahoma saying? I don't know. He played there for a year. Uh, Boomer Sooners, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think that's what they say. I saw that on Instagram and TikTok once. Um, okay. Eagles beat the Saints 40-29. to uh, Jalen Hurts only throws for like less than 200 yards, but he ran all over them. The Saints, who had a top five run defense I believe got ran all over and the Eagles look like a playoff team what's the bone you have to pick with me here uh here's the bone I have to pick with you a couple of episodes ago the, the Eagles get killed and I'm saying that you know I'm propping up their 44 to 6 win against Detroit saying that they're they're that was a really impressive win and you said Jalen Hurts is not an NFL quarterback. And I said, you you might be right, but I don't know. I That was a pretty good win in Detroit to win by that much. And then they go to Denver, and then they kill the Broncos. And now this happens. So Jalen Hurts. So what do you want me to say? Us, I was wrong. He looks like. No, you, since... you, you, you ignited the fire yeah, that he, is the Jalen Hurts. It was Hurts. reverse psychology, and it worked. Jalen Hurts. Yeah has clearly found his place in the NFL, and he's figured it out. And, and, and it's all your fault. I mean, you're welcome for that. Uh, I'm thanking myself. Um, 
I am thankful for that for Thanksgiving because I want the Eagles yeah. to be a thorn in your side. Yeah, no, for, I know you do. For as I much as they've, yeah. they've fucked up since their Super Bowl win, um, oh. they they <laughs> they seem to have things figured out, especially with your boy Devontae Smith catching balls out there. Oh. Um, and yeah, and their defense looks pretty good as well. I uh, this 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 pains me because here's the thing: I, the Cowboys I hate, but I always know. I can trust them, no matter how good they are, to 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 blow it in the playoffs. Uh, they're they're whatever to me. It's more the fact that they're the Cowboys, the fucking Eagles, just are the constant torturer of the New York Giants. And now you know we make fun of their head coach. He can't formulate sentences in his press conference. Frenchy's saying how much emotional of a loser guy. he is. Emotional guy. Emotional guy. <laughs> Jalen Hurts can't convert passes. He's going to be a Taysom Hill kind of quarterback. They trade up. They steal Devontae from the Giants. And now look at them. And eliminate them from the playoffs. And eliminated us from the playoffs for not for intentionally throwing the game. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, this quarterback who, hey, we always liked him all the time. Why didn't you keep playing him last year? I digress. <laughs> um, they're, they are a good team. Um they have they have ingredients to be a sneaky team, and in a wide open NFC that doesn't have a great team, um, I'm not going to say they're going to win this division because I still think it's Dallas's. But them and Washington are kind of mirror images of each other, don't you think? Yeah, uh, fun quarterback and a decent defense. Yeah, and they're they're good enough to win. What do you take away from the Saints in this game? Um, I, I think the Trevor Simeon experiment is. Uh, there's a reason why he's a career backup in the NFL. Their defensive line did not look nearly as stout as it has in the past, and they just lost Kamara, so their season's over. Is this a concern for you about their defense, though? Because they came into the game number one in the NFL in run defense, and they got absolutely destroyed by the combination of Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, and Jalen Hurts. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, I mean, a concern in the sense that it's not as good as it was, but I don't think it really matters because this team isn't as good as, uh, as, as we thought it was. No, it's amazing to say after they lost Jameis that that was kind of the death nail in their season. But, hey, Taysom Hill just got a pretty nice payday, so sure. we'll see if we get a little bit more out of him. Bengals, Raiders, Tom, you and I were both right on this. The Raiders, uh, Packing their, free it fall in. Is, their free fall is alive and well. And I'll tell you what, that was a must win for the Bengals along with this week against the Steelers. They are 6-4, and four, second place in the AFC North. Uh, they need this one in order to have a stranglehold on that second-place spot in a possible wild-card position. Yeah, I agree. This was a get-right game for them. and It wasn't a gimme by any stretch, but they went into Vegas and they, they beat them really easily. And Burrow looked great, Chase looked great, Higgins looked really good, and that defense made plays. And they started to play like they looked in the first you know seven weeks of the season. Yep. Moving on to the next game, extremely oh, yeah. boring game. Um, I feel like it was 19 to nine for three and a half quarters. Um, <laughs> Cowboys couldn't even put double digits up on the board. CD lamb got hurt. I want to say a little bit early in this game, smacking his head off the turf for a little concussion there. Amari Cooper, was he out in this game with the, with the, uh, COVID? Yeah, he was out. So the weapons were not, you know, all the way there, but this is a game that the Cowboys should still be able to put up at least 10 points given the fact that they still had Pollard, Elliott, um, 
and I believe Gallup came back last week, if I'm not mistaken. And Dak. Or he's back this week, and Dak Prescott. Um, not impressed, obviously, by the Cowboys, but by the Chiefs either. Chiefs should, um, if you're the if you're one of the best teams in the NFL and everybody's picking you to go to the Super Bowl, I know you had a weak stretch, <clears throat> but they turned it back around last week. You should be able to put up more than 19, even on a decent Cowboys defense. Uh, this game, I don't even know what to say about it. I guess it's good the Chiefs won. Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs have been winning ugly for a little bit And they're bit in now. first place. And they're in first place in this division. Um, good on them. Their defense has gotten good because finally they realize that uh, Chris Jones is not a defensive end. He is a defensive tackle mm-hmm. and keep playing him there. And he was just wreaking havoc on a kind of decimated Dallas offensive line. Um, they were getting bullied, but Dak was bad. Uh, the running game, I thought, was not terrible, but they had to start making plays through the air, which they couldn't. Obviously, the injury to Lamb with Cooper already out hurt them, but I, I I don't know what to take out of this game because the Chiefs' defense has definitely gotten better. I think we can all acknowledge that from the sieve that they were the first six weeks, first seven weeks, but they're still not world beaters. And then for the Cowboys, I mean, Tom, now this is two out of the last three weeks where they were I mean, they've been just terrible. They've been Jets and Giants-like against Denver and now against uh, Kansas City. So I guess these wow. AFC West teams you have really a little bit You really wanted to throw that in there, huh? Well, I mean, it's true. Yeah, it's not wrong. I, I think they have a get-right game tomorrow night. They need it. I mean, Vegas stinks, uh, so they need that. But I would like nothing more than to see their Thanksgiving ruined. Um, anything else on the Chiefs uh, for you before we move on? I don't. I don't think the Chiefs are are gonna be. I don't think the Chiefs are gonna win more than maybe one playoff game this year. I don't see yeah. the same thing from Kelsey or Hill. Um, their running game, even with Edwards Alaire coming back off the IR, is it's not that great, and it just seems like Mahomes is pressing too much. Yeah, I'm with you. It's and he's not getting away with some of the mistakes that nope. he's made in the past. Not at all. Um, Anything else you got there? No? No, that's all. Let's move on. I do think the Cowboys are better than nine points against the Chiefs, especially when fully healthy. Um, I'm still confident in this Cowboys team, especially like you said it a few minutes ago in a wide-open NFC. Um, uh, The Cowboys will be fine in the regular season in the first couple rounds of the playoffs. Let's wait for them to break hearts in the playoffs. Um, Fine by me. Moving on to the next game, Cardinals beat the Seahawks. This might have put the nail in the coffin for the Seahawks season, and my fingers are crossed for Russell um, Russell Westbrook. No thank you for the next. Um, for <laughs> Russell Wilson's career as a Seattle Seahawk, Zach Wilson, and you guys can have your pick back for Russell Wilson. I'll call it into the league right now with a few more picks, of course. Um, and the Cardinals keep it rolling. Wow. Yeah, you and I are going to see eye to eye on this. I mean, listen, I give Russ credit for playing. That finger is still clearly not right, but he's giving it the best he's got. But, dude, their running game sucks. Carson's uh, been out all year. Yeah, their their offensive line is not very good, and their defense is nothing what it once was. And Colt McCoy goes in there and, and kind of carves him up. And Tom, this is the second year in a row that Colt McCoy has gone into a place where it used to be impossible for teams to win. Remember, he led the Giants, I think it was week 13 last year, to a win against Russ uh, in Seattle when Jones was hurt. 
and he just did it again for the Cardinals. That's his second win in three games for the Cardinals as a backup quarterback. That's really good, especially for a team that was rolling before Kyler got hurt, buys him time to make sure he's totally healthy. And this Cardinal defense is really, really good. I think you're right, though. Russ's days are numbered in Seattle. He's already like semi-requested out at the end of last season. I think we're in full-fledged Russell Wilson watch uh, by the time Week 18 ends. Save the franchise, Rus- Russell. Come to New York. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Giants really need him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nah, he's a Jet, baby. We got the capital. Yeah, so do we. We're going to... That's going to be the fun thing. Honestly, all kidding aside, we'll get back to the games, but you just made a good point that I was thinking about. The Giants have the Bears pick, right, and the Jets have the Seahawks pick. There's a legitimate chance that both New York teams combined will have four of the first ten draft picks. That's insane. I mean, listen, the only the only difference is we have, uh, we have Zach Wilson, who right now looks a little bit sexier than Danny Dimes as a trade chip as well. Well, yeah, I mean, that's because he hasn't... I, I, I think that regardless of what happens, like, both of them, if they were in trades, they would go to other teams and look so much better than they do for ours. Mm-hmm. And hey, my sweet prince, if this trade doesn't happen, it's a little early for him. It's very early for him. We don't know. We have no idea what he is. If we were talking uh, Darnold still, I'd completely agree with you. Although we said Darnold would look better somewhere else, and then as after a hot start... He uh he sucked and then got hurt. Yeah, exactly. that's very you know, Sam Darnold like. You know, yeah, it was very Sam Darnold like, and that might be Jones's fate. But Jones is in the same boat that Darnold was in last year. So we're a lot of the same well, you ways I was gone feeling anyways, about so. Darnold. Well, yeah, I mean, I we're not winning with him, so who cares? But anyway, we don't need to go back into this. Good win by the Cardinals. They're still a really good team. And uh, is Kyler back this week? Um, I believe so. Uh, I think he was practicing last week, and it was a last-minute thing. Clearly, it didn't matter. It was good he got the uh, the rest, but I believe he's back this week. All right. Well, that's really good for them. They uh, to close out this division, this last seven-game stretch for them. Uh, they really, they really need their their full ensemble of talent. They're in their bye week, by the way. So maybe they are week. in their bye. Perfect. So they're get them really right, and then finish strong weeks 13 through uh, 18 last game on the docket here Tom because we talked about Monday night already and that disaster the Chargers and Steelers played a great game on Sunday night football I thought this was over the Chargers were killing the Steelers Herbert was throwing the ball all over the place I really think that Chris Collinsworth needs to do a uh, Viagra commercial because of how rock hard he had to have been talking about Justin Herbert it was actually a little uncomfortable at times um, I was like, wow, like we get it. He's really good. Everybody likes him. Um, but he took it to a new level. And then Big Ben comes back, and he made plays. I said the Steelers were not going to be able to score. So if this game was a shootout, it was going to be the Chargers in a landslide, and that wasn't the case. Yeah, no, I mean, I was shocked that the Steelers were able to keep up with them, but I guess the Steelers play up to their competition. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I like, I mean, what were your main takeaways from this game on both sides? Um, after a little bit of a lull, Herbert has come all the way back to figure it out. Keenan Allen is a stud. Eckler is probably a top 
what, five back in the NFL. Mike Williams is an excellent wide receiver, too, um, when healthy. And then from the other side, um, listen, Ben's still got a little bit of juice to when, when, when need be. Um, and I really like Fryermuth. That's pretty Sorry. much it. What can I say about the defenses? It was 41 to 37. Yeah, was this an aberration for uh, for Pittsburgh, or do yeah. you think that this? Yeah, I felt that way too. Definitely, I don't think that they can throw up thirty seven every week. I think this, like, if you told me, like, formerly the Chiefs, the Chargers, right now, the Cowboys, the Vikings, the Packers, they could probably throw, and the and and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they could probably throw up thirty seven every single week. I don't know about any other teams in the NFL, including the Bills, who really scare me. No, I think that's right. I think all those teams are right. Yeah. Um, I, I don't see this happening again out of the Steelers. Way to keep it close, but Chargers got them. Got the four points. Yes. Uh, that was a push for you, by the way. I know. I know. <laughs> all right. You ready to make our picks for this week before we wrap it up and uh, get ready to eat some turkey tomorrow? Which, by the way, let me just say this about Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I've mentioned this on the pod before, but I'm going to do it every year. I don't like turkey. Uh, yeah, I think it's I, I think it's a dry bird, and if people justify that it's tradition, well, it's a shit tradition, and we should change it. Uh, so, what would you change it to? What would be your amendment? I don't give a fuck. Eat what you want. Just there get together. Go. That's the whole point of it. Like, we, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind a nice pasta dish, maybe some chicken parm, or if you well, want to go, say, you, got, you yeah, want to go American Italian. hamburgers and hot dogs. Yeah. The, <laughs> the Italian route is obviously the big lasagna, right? Yeah, and that, I mean, like, but appearance. that's the thing. Like, what do you eat on Christmas? Most likely, I mean, we have an, it's, you know, we have, a, I guess, a somewhat Italian meal on Christmas Day. My cousin will cook us some lasagna, and, and we'll have chicken parm, and we'll have a ham as well. All yeah. stuff that I wouldn't mind eating. Any Like, if, if I said what's for dinner on a random day to my mom, if I was coming over for dinner... And she said lasagna, that'd be fine. But if she said turkey, I'd say, mm, it's not Thanksgiving. Why, why did you go out and buy a bird? Why, why did you do that? Same thing for 4th of July. What are you having? Hamburgers and hot dogs. I probably have that three times a week in the summer. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> We don't eat this garbage except for this time of year. So why do we do it? This is a strong thing. And I, and I absolutely, and I can almost damn near guarantee you that, listen, first of all, Christopher Columbus has already been canceled. Not a great guy by all accounts in history. But I can tell you that they probably weren't eating, the pilgrims and whatever, weren't eating turkey. Of course they weren't. Uh, they were celebrating the harvest. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Um, so it was probably no. veggies and shit. Yeah. Probably, hunt, you know, found some stuff and killed it, but it probably wasn't turkeys. I, listen, man, I'm like, I don't have a real strong take on the turkey as the meal either way i'll eat it it's not my favorite thing i've never once like thank god i get to eat turkey but if it's prepared nicely i'm happy with it i like a lot of the sides you know sides are there sides are there gotta have gotta have the stuffing you gotta have you know maybe a mac and cheese maybe a uh the sweet potato casserole some Mm -hmm. mashed potatoes Uh, i can fuck with that gravy but not uh, gravy for sure um you like cranberries I do like the cranberry sauce. I can I, I can too. definitely have that. I, I, I know some people are, you know, 
absolutely mortified by it, but I think it's fine. The only thing no, I'm looking I'm, I'm forward to tomorrow is my mom's pumpkin roll with a little bit of cream cheese filling. Pumpkin roll. That yeah. sounds delicious. Listen, we're starting up our own Gold Belly account. If you want to buy one, we'll ship it down to Texas. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'm happy to send you a tip. I know that cake, too, that you mentioned of hers. I, I think I need to somehow find my way to get my hands on some of that. I uh, probably should have capitalized on that when I still lived up there. But Yeah, it would have uh, been a lot easier would have been a lot easier hey we got a uh, spare I, bedroom in the apartment it's my office i'm sitting in it right now buddy i appreciate that i would love to sleep in an office um it's got a bed but yeah full-size bed how much work are you getting done in that office i don't i don't i don't have an office job i just do podcasts in here and play <laughs> ps4 <laughs> and some dino hype shit yeah, i don't have a fucking a office really job. Nice, yeah that's a great office office in quotes um but dude, I honestly agree with you. I know Christmas we've done like my at my aunt's house and um, when they lived in Connecticut, she used to do either like a filet mignon or or oh. a ham or something like yeah. that, and that was always you know like a pot roast. Like that was always great. Like I I love that, and then obviously all the good sides. I don't know why turkey has to continue to be the designated meal. There's a lot of other ways we can go. I do like the Italian route with the pasta. Any, Chicken parm would be fine for me. You're going to have to let me know if there's anything different going on in Thanksgiving down there in Texas. I would you try and buck the trend. Get yourself some barbecue. Yeah. Okay. So that's a good that's a good point that you just made is I have asked if people do barbecue as opposed to turkey. And, of course, because a main you know menu item from a lot of the barbecue spots down here is smoked turkey. They say they usually do that. But I have heard everybody who's from Texas here, which, by the way, a lot of the people that I'm friends with are not from here. Mm -hmm. They've all moved here. But the people that are locals, they call stuffing dressing. Mm. Have you heard that before? No, and and you know what? That kind of goes in line with uh, the Oklahoma-Texas game being at a neutral site because they can't get there. (laughs) They're, They're just wrong, and they're not that bright. Yeah, see, I'm not going to go that route. You don't know that. But I, it's, yeah, I've heard dressing. them say dressing. And I'm no, like, what the, hell are, they, what the you, hell are you talking about? They're like, yeah, you know, the stuff that comes from the bird. I'm like, you mean stuffing? No. Like, yeah. When but you I'm dress. Like, but it's stuffing. No, dressing is something you put on a salad or you can dress yes. something to cook it. Like it's like a marinade. But no, stuffing is stuffing. What do you do with stuffing? You stuff it in there. Exactly. I don't there want to hear go. that shit. I've... My grandma, by the way, used to make the best stuffing. Mm, Hopefully, yeah, my we... aunt replicates it this year. My dad. Uh, this is the first Thanksgiving. I'm not gonna be eating with the fam, so I did. Uh, I used to do. My dad used to do um, two different stuffings. He would do a traditional one, and then he would do one with like a chorizo sausage Ooh. in there too. Fucking oh fire! My God, no wonder your dad's uh, a Jets fan. He's got a good mind on him. Yeah, well, you know, he has to keep himself occupied from the pain and suffering that he goes through mm-hmm. with the uh, with the Jets. If he was if he was a drinker, I'd be worried about him. Instead, he just smokes <laughs> cigars all day. But um, yeah, I'm gonna miss up. I'm gonna miss on that. But we had a friend. I had a friend's giving that I went to the other night, so I'm good. Um, and I think I'm gonna go to a friend's house, and there will be some food options there too tomorrow. So I go. can live with that. What do you got going on? What's your, what's your whole plans before we make our picks? Just going up to. Uh... Just going up to my mom's house, and then I'll probably end up at uh, Michaela's family's party before I drive us both home to get to bed because we both have work the next day, there and you we go. and we have a young young child to take care of. Whoa, really? Na- named Soy. Yeah, it's a cat. 
Oh, Chill, bro. no. I wasn't sure if You thought I had a kid and didn't tell you about no. it? No, I wasn't sure if you got stuck with some kind of babysitting Oh, no, no, thing. no. No, I've never been trusted kids. to babysit, nor should I, I don't ever consider be. Ca- I don't consider cats or animals children. That's a big pet peeve of mine. Like, <laughs> I when people just, say, when people did say like, you. fur babies or something, oh, like, ew, no, no. They are not your, they're not your kids. These are not children. These are not other human beings. But I, I will tell you cats. this. At the end of the day, if it's a living thing, you can use it as an excuse to leave early. Oh, absolutely. I think that's one of the main reasons you get a pet. <laughs> absolutely. Like, that would be my alibi all the time. It's like part of why I love my job and my hours is because nobody can question me. Like our friends giving the other night, I definitely could have been out for a while. Some people took Monday off. Some people were working late. Like, sorry, I, I work six to two. I can't. Like, nobody's arguing that. If I got a dog or a cat to get back to, I got to feed it. Nobody asks questions. Yep. It's a lovely thing. It's it's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel with all the garbage that I have to put up with from that piece of shit. Yeah, it sounds like things are going real well with you guys. <laughs> if they are. It's just great over here. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of great, we got some picks to dole out for everybody for Thanksgiving. You can take them or leave them. And, Tom, I'll let you lead off. Let's start with uh, the New York Giants. We usually Ooh. start off with the Jets. So we'll start with the Giants. Uh, the Giants are home to the Eagles, that team I hate. Mm. And the Eagles are three-and-a-half-point road favorites in the Meadowlands on the day the Giants are going to retire Strahan's jersey. Last time they did that, they retired Eli's jersey, and they were losing by 30 at halftime. I expect something similar to this here. How do you see this game going? Um, I am on the same page as you. I have Philly minus three and a half here, which is the, the spread. Um, Philly's going to be leading by at least 10 points at halftime. Absolutely. And it's going to be filled with Eagles fans. Yes. It, this is, this was not the game. Like this is scheduling the best team in the, even though they're not the best close to the best team in the NFL, but this is scheduling that team that's probably going to beat you by 20 for homecoming. I hate when they schedule like these ceremonies for rivalry games thinking that like that somehow is a throw out the record books. Why? The Giants suck. The <laughs> Eagles aren't that bad. Don't schedule them for these games. Um, Philly minus like three and a half for you? Something. Yeah, Philly definitely. I like that in this game. All right. Next game we have... Just writing down it here. Um, next game we have the Jets go down to Houston. Houston is favored by two and a half. Oh, my God. Listen, that means to tell me that on a neutral site, Vegas has the Jets by a point, by a half point? I guess so. Give me Houston, man. I mean, listen, out of these two teams, I do not want to take a, a team that's favored. But the Jets are a dumpster fire. Tyrod Taylor is a formidable quarterback at home. I think, believe it or not, Houston's going to win two in a row here. What do you think? You know, I wanted so hard to go for the Jets in this game. And I honestly, as bad as it sounds, as much as I think it's the right move to play Wilson, regardless of the circumstances in which how he, he got the job, I would have felt better if Mike White or Flacco was playing for the Jets' chances to win this game. Mm. But... um with Tyrod Taylor, like you said, he's a pro. He engineered that victory in Tennessee. Uh, with him at quarterback, they're halfway competent, and the Jets aren't. So I can't disagree with you. I'm going to take the Texans in this game. Yeah, I think that one's almost a lock. Um, moving on to the next game, give me your first out-of-market game, my friend. 
All right, I'm going to Baltimore where the Ravens are a three-and-a-half-point favorite against Cleveland. This Cleveland team's been bad. I know Chubb is back, but they've been bad, and they've had a really difficult time scoring points. Baltimore won a close game with their backup quarterback. Lamar's back this week. I think they're going to run rampant over this Browns team, and Baker's going to be on the ground a lot. So I'm going to run and take this this three-and-a-half points that the Ravens are favored by at home. I like this pick. Uh, I definitely like this pick. I know we don't pick Thursday night games, but I'm making a couple special exceptions oh, no. because it is Thanksgiving. You're doing it. I got Dallas minus seven, man. Okay. Listen, I love Will Smith. There's a few reasons why I'm taking this. Will Smith's not going to be there. If Will Smith was going to be at on site and seen at my Thanksgiving – I would have taken Vegas all the way because Will Smith always loses when he shows up to Thanksgiving. <laughs> and and literally it'll be probably halfway through the fourth quarter and he'll just get up and leave um, because so we are great. absolutely relentless to him. It, it's, it's a joyous time. It um, really and, is. And I am very thankful for Will Smith as well. Um, the actor and my cousin. Need to get him back on. Oh, uh, yes, definitely. I'll be seeing him on Friday. I'm picking him up at the airport. Um but I also like Dallas needs this as a get-right game. Las Vegas is an absolute dumpster fire, and it's just another week getting Gallup back into the lineup, figuring out things without Amari Cooper and possibly CeeDee Lamb. They're going to run all over him. I'm not worried about this game at all. Give me Dallas minus 7. I think Dallas wins by 10. I like this pick by you. I think it might be even more than 10. But, yeah, that's a good pick. Um, I would love nothing Is this more a reverse jinx? No. No, honestly, I was looking at it too. Um I just don't want to pick it but because I want to root so fucking hard against them and watch them lose if, if it happens and have it go up in flames. But every instinct in me tells me they're going to win win comfortably. I'll give you my last pick before you give us your uh, Thanksgiving edition of your sperm bank pick of the week. I'm going actually to Monday night where the Washington football team is at home against the Seattle Seahawks. and Tom, it's only a half a point that Washington's favored by. Pick them, but I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna take Washington in this game. Yeah, I was just saying that's basically a pick them. Um, it is, yeah. I mean, I like the pick. It, I I just I don't care what the spread is. I don't care what the team is. I'm I'm I get scared about betting against Russell Wilson. But I hear you. I mean, listen, Washington at home on that scary ass field. They may Seahawks may lose. You know, they might have half the team on IR by by halftime. Honestly, to me, it doesn't even have anything to do with where the game's being played because I don't think there's any home field advantage for Washington, and obviously we see there's not much of one with Seattle anymore. But I don't like the way Seattle's playing, and Washington's defense actually has gotten better uh, without Chase Young, uh, which is really weird to say. And I just like the way that this team is playing right now. And Heineke's – this team has a little air of confidence, whereas Seattle looks like they just can't get out of their own way. So I think it'll be a really close game, which is why it's – basically a pick them, but I'm going to take Washington in this game. It's the next best game I felt good about. All right, my sperm bank pick of the week. Let's look at the chart here. Um, yeah, we haven't been doing good lately, so I'm going to keep this somber. Um, <laughs> listen, there was a time to take them. It's this week. They're going to fire Nagy after this game. Oh. I'm going to Detroit. Give me Detroit plus four, baby. (laughs) Give me the Detroit money line. Let me get all of the Lions. Detroit is winning this game. 
Jared Goff, your savior. Yeah, Jared Goff, Swift, Hawkinson, they're all going to have big games. Um, Some kneecaps are up for grabs in this game. Oh, absolutely. I, I don't even know if Campbell's going to make it to the, to the fucking press conference. He's going to be on such a high. Yeah, he's not going to need a dinner. He already ate plenty of kneecaps, so he's fine. Exactly. <laughs> he's nothing to worry about there. I love this pick by you. I I, I needed to make I need something ballsy. I, I need to put something on the line here. If you win this game, I think I'm going to be petrified of the rest of the season. Oh, I'm you. coming out so hot, talking so much because shit. the momentum you would get behind this game, and it you will be insufferable. You will be impossible <laughs> to talk to. If you had any music, you would probably just play it. Talk, you know, amping up your and not even tell you about it like last time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, it will be, it will be my worst nightmare. But it would be well deserved if you get there by picking the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. So I also uh, want a little skin in the game. The best of luck. When I'm when I'm yeah. falling asleep. Well, the Lions always play early, but while I'm falling yeah, asleep on the couch, you know. Are you gonna bet this game? Are you gonna do? I've already bet gonna... this game. You have all yeah. right. Let's just say I, I have. I might have enough money if I lose all these Thanksgiving bets for a one-way ticket down to te- for a one-way bus ticket down to Austin, and I might be living <laughs> with you. And we might have a cat with us too. I'll I'll, br- I'll bring you both in. Um, <laughs> Who me and, and the cat? Because Michaela's gonna throw me out. Well, <laughs> she won't be I mean. with me. Yeah, I mean you and the cat. Obviously, your relationship will be completely over. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you're, you'd be welcome here. Um, Thank I heard you. The gray, I heard the Greyhound lines are pretty good this time of year. So That's great to hear. I'll be on one. Yep, exactly. Well, best of luck to you, sir. And, Tom, happy Thanksgiving, my man, to all our listeners who have stuck with us uh, and are growing. We really appreciate you guys, and thanks for listening every week. Yes, everybody, happy Thanksgiving. Sean will be back next week. Um, we're even going to have a little golf to talk. Friday you're going to be watching uh, Brooks versus Bryson. You know, I don't know. There's so much else on, um, but I will definitely be following along if yeah. I'm not watching because it's 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 a great it's great entertainment. Well, we're gonna see. I think Charles and uh, I think Charles and Phil Mickelson will be what it makes a great entertainment because you know how I feel about Bryson. Oh yeah, for sure. But I think just the names and the event. Uh, you know, they Capital One does a good job with the match. I, I was. I was definitely pessimistic about it that first year. What was a Tiger and Phil? Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, they, they gave us great content during the pandemic, and then uh, they've been doing it pretty well over the last couple of years. So I'll 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 know what I'll put it this way. I'll know what happened when we talk golf on uh, Monday. That's all I can ask for out of you. Maybe just bring some of the, bring bring a Tom Tom college football level uh, knowledge. I don't know if you could pull that off. I don't know. Yeah, you you basically are. So by the way, I got the predictions right. Uh, you did. You did. Cincinnati snuck in there. Yep, and Ohio State leaped over Bama, which was justifiable. So yes. We'll get into all of this on Monday. Yes, sir. All right, man. You have a good Thanksgiving. Enjoy the time off. You too, man. All everybody right. be good. Bye, everybody.